Welcome to Two Crones in a Book, where your host Shell and Annette will give you honest, in-depth book reviews and share book-themed rambles that may or may not on occasions take a dark and twisty, if not utterly bizarre turn. Reviews start with light spoilers, if you want to know if the books are any good, and then we head to the spoiler floor, where we give a blow-by-blow breakdown for any of you cheeky chappies who want to sound like you've read the book, but just don't have the time to read it. But all those of you that did read it and thought, what the fuck? Either way, be warned, every episode will contain spoilers and language that some listeners may find offensive, thus the explicit rating. So consider yourself thoroughly fucking warned. <laughs> now, take a seat, buckle up, buttercup. It's time to begin. Welcome everyone to the first episode of 2023 oh, from your two crones. How scary is that? We hope you all had a fabulous Christmas and New Year, don't we, Annette? We do indeed, Eshel. We haven't, in the interest of transparency, we haven't quite got our shit together. (laughs) So we're going to start with a ramble, which is something we've kind of thrown about. And we are going to be talking very briefly about the worst recommendations we've ever had. Yeah. (laughs) So, with, and, and you can't see Annette's face, but she's got an evil chuckle. So I suspect she's got quite a good one in the bag. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Go on, Annette. Knock us out. What's your worst ever recommendation? Okay. I'm going to admit I do have two. One is not, one is a recommendation and one was a, and I'm using air quotes, people, gift. <laughs> <laughs> was it a re-gift is the question no it was a gift from someone who thought they knew me and obviously knew nothing about me <laughs> oh i'm intrigued should we start with that one then okay so the first one was uh i don't i can't remember if it was a birthday gift or what what have you but a person i'm not i'm not even gonna put them in a realm because it's just mean <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> It, I opened this gift and it was like, well, we really know, like, I know you're into reading and you like your books. This was years mm. ago. So, oh, thanks. That's a lovely idea. Oh, no, you tried. <laughs> let me just say, let me just say, this is the same person. Uh, this is going to give it away. I don't care. That if family do listen. Yeah, it's family. I don't care. I'm saying it <laughs> you now. You just narrowed the circle even more. I know. I've done it now. This is the same person who gifted me a handbag that <laughs> you know uh, had pictures of michael jackson all over it yeah i still don't know what that was about i think they were high <laughs> but i know when you were younger you really liked michael jackson's like no no that wasn't me <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know that no no <laughs> no that wasn't not that there's me. anything wrong with michael jackson if he's your bag and of course this was the height of all the legal issues he was having. Like, I'm going to be walking around town with that handbag. And I think it's also worth noting that this was also part of your serious goth stroke rock chick phase. You know, leather jacket, dyed strangly hair, ripped up t-shirts, looking good. Black cherry lipstick. Yeah, you know, but foot and, and that doesn't... I don't know who would look at someone who was... Who, who's dressing that way and exploring that style, which was fabulous, and then think, I know I'm going to put Michael Jackson in the equation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit odd. You almost get the feeling like they were watching Adam's Family Values when Wednesday gets put in the happiness hut and they see that Michael Jackson poster. 
I thought, that made them happy. <laughs> Maybe she'll like that. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. And the book. Sorry, we digressed onto a handbag. The so, book in it. What was the book? So this same person gifted me a book. Michael Jackson's biography. <laughs> <I know. laughs> no, no. And that, that would have at least been interesting. No, this one was called Sophie Kinsella's. Yes, I said Sophie Kinsella's The Undomesticated Goddess. And was it good? I wouldn't know. I stared that book down maliciously from across the room for a good month. I'm not reading you. Why? I'm offended by your mere presence. Yes. Oh, you could not hide the disgust of my face. I said, thank God that person wasn't there to see me open it because, oh, my God, the anger, <laughs> the rage, <laughs> the rage inside. <laughs> Just when you realise how little someone really knows you. Which is a conundrum, isn't it? Because they either don't know you at all or they just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which one? I just, I have the feeling that they did actually put, think they put a lot of thought into it. So they probably saw the word goddess or something like that and thought, oh, new agey spiritual. <laughs> Which was nothing like me at the time. <laughs> I, I well, was... Perhaps it was a case of, I don't understand what that means. Perhaps it'll work for her. Maybe it'll <laughs> encourage her to clean. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, unlikely. <laughs> oh, but no, check out check out the plot of this book though, Michelle. Tell me how on me this is. Workaholic attorney Samantha Sweeting Samantha Sweeting, <laughs> even the name <laughs> has just done the unthinkable. She's made a huge mistake. A mistake so huge it'll wreck any chance of a partnership. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Gone into utter meltdown, she walks out of her London office, gets on a train, and ends up in the middle of nowhere. Asking for directions at a big, beautiful house, she's mistaken for an interviewee and finds herself being offered a job as housekeeper. <gasps> her employers have no idea they've hired a lawyer, and Samantha has no idea how to work the oven. She can't sew on a button. <laughs> potato or get the ironing board open how she takes a deep breath and begins to cope and finds love is a story as delicious as the bread she learns to bake yummy (laughs) (laughs) oh how perfect i feel dirty just reading that yeah long way what happened to the book (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I think I stared it into oblivion. I... <laughs> <laughs> it became dust. Yeah. Paper. <laughs> I honestly raised it with your rage. You know, I out out of sheer politeness, I attempted, I attempted to. Re- I could not get past the first sentence. <laughs> to be honest, I couldn't get past her name. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> as soon as you start the synopsis on the back, ooh, sweet, nasty. Oh. <laughs> Lost in the middle of nowhere, now we're getting good. Oh, no. Are there monsters? Monsters yeah. and ghosts and witches and dragons. <laughs> something, give me something to work with. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> she caught me off guard. There was no map. I thought I was safe. <laughs> <laughs> Never. No, I'm going to fucking get you to read a book this year with a map in it. <laughs> Unless it's the <laughs> Atlas. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your? What was your? What was your other one? What could possibly be worse than that? Well, now this might be actually a controversial one, only because it is hugely popular, and mm. um, it's rated quite high by a lot of people. Um, like mm-hmm. I think on average, I think Goodreads has it at like a four point four out of five. Okay. They made a movie about it. I think there's going to be another one coming out. And it has all the things that you would think I would want in a book. Yeah. It's the Meg. And you didn't like it? See, now? (laughs) Now? Sharks. And you've got an obsession about sharks, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah. Right. So this this was a recommendation from my husband's family. They had the book for a good few years. Yep. And they were all obsessed with it. Like, even Andy mm. read the book, and Andy hates reading books. You know, I think he read it back in the time. <laughs> the whole family, oh, you've got to read it. You'll love it. You'll love it. Okay, great. I'll read it. Fucking could not stand the characters in the book. <laughs> <laughs> like, these people are boring. Is that because it feels, I don't know if it is, I haven't read it, but is it because it would feel like it was a copycat? Of Jaws. No. No? Nope. I don't know if it's the same or, or not, but shark, shark. No, no, because, well, it's not a shark. It's a megalodon. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's prehistoric. It, it's, a, it's a real dinosaur, dinosaur shark. <laughs> okay. I'll get, I'll get done for that. Megalodons are sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get done. Well, they are in our world. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're extra, extra large sharks. So and you just you just couldn't gel with it. It was I just found them really boring. <laughs> I these people was like, oh my god, let the shark at least eat someone. These people <laughs> bite a leg, gel. a toe, anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just I really could not gel with the characters. I thought they were boring, obnoxious, and I didn't care about their backgrounds <laughs> and relationships with each other. It's like, oh, for the love of might give me a fallen limb in the water or something i mean okay. I, I don't think i even finished it it probably got better i wouldn't know uh, <laughs> no now I, I have a life to live <laughs> so then i thought i'll all right, maybe I'll, I'll watch the movie maybe it'd be better no still fucking couldn't stand the character it's jason statham and jacks what am i not gonna like about it I was going to say, yeah, even for you not to like the movies. I know. I just, uh, do you know what? I should just watch it with the sound off. (laughs) (laughs) Eye candy. Yeah. Just enjoy. Mm, Pretty, mm, death. Mm, Pretty, mm, death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, win, win. No. That's the way to do it. I I just, I could not gel with it. And I know it's hugely popular. I've not watched any of them or, or read it. No, it just, it, it just, it, there's something missing for it. It just feels like a, meh, you know, meh, a, meh, a damp squib of a movie. It's a giant fucking shark. There's a little dog paddling away from it. A giant shark under a, it's like, this looks amazing, <laughs> but I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to add that to my Netflix list or my reading pile. Well, don't you go, because I think I'm the only human being on earth who doesn't like it, to be honest, so. 
Well, I'm going to take your advice, Annette, and I'm, I'm just going to steer clear because my to-be-read pile is big enough and so is my to-be-watched pile, so I'm just not going to risk it. I'm going to take you <laughs> on faith. Oh, no, don't do that. The last time someone did that, <laughs> I got in so much shit. It was... <laughs> and uh, rest, rest in peace to Andy's dad, Pete. He was an absolute legend. Horror... Uh, like, well, not just horror, all movie buff. Yeah. Um... <laughs> we, we, me and Andy went to see The Hobbit <laughs> so you can imagine my opinion oh boring I'm a pile of crap <laughs> I fell asleep I actually did fall asleep in the cinema when we went to see it and he went oh long yeah and he goes alright fine I'll, he skipped it fast forward it was a year or so later him and, him and his missus uh, the mother-in-law went to a holiday cottage and they he found a copy of his. I may as well give it a whirl. Well, the mm. bollock and I got when he got back. That he movie it, was brilliant. I can't believe you taught me how to see it in the cinema. <laughs> so, yeah, but anything like that, that I wouldn't take on faith because I know how you feel about that genre. I'd be like, no, I'm going to decide for myself. <laughs> it was one of the best sleeps I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I paid to have a nap. <laughs> the ultimate nap. Oh, it was a nice long one as well. <laughs> All right, my dear, go on. What's yours then? So, well, I... um, no, no. Um. <laughs> there's a couple of, of honourable or dishonourable mentions, and I have no doubt that I will get a little bit of hate because they are massive, massive fan bases. Okay. And the first one is the whole Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, I've never read them. <laughs> Do you know, everyone's like, you've got to read it, it'll be amazing, it's it's great, you'll love it. And well, first of all, I was like, well, it's hetero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind a little sprinkling of hetero in my literature, but it's not something that I'm going to go out of my way to, to find. And no, it, it wasn't, wasn't for me <laughs> at all. I was like, mate, you know, you take me to a room, open it up, and you're going to tell me you're going to time it up. I'm like, look, I don't know, this isn't part of the job description. <laughs> You know, this is not what I had in mind for a secretarial post. <laughs> and it's just, no, and it was proper, proper mummy porn is how I can describe mm. it. So it was that lukewarm in between. So it wasn't smut. It, you know, so it wasn't erotic fantasy. And it wasn't Mills and Boone's cheeky. It was just this. Nah, in the middle. <laughs> well, what, wasn't it um, originally based on Twilight fan fiction or something like that? Well, you see, Twilight is my other honourable mention. Oh, you just don't <laughs> like that world. <laughs> Screw you, Stephanie Myers. <laughs> and I, I just, I don't, I don't get it because I'm, I, you know, I love a vampire. Yeah. Love, love a werewolf. Yep. All that sort of love it. Anything like that. All battling clans. Yeah, bring it on. And it was just like, well, hang on a minute. If you think about this, you, you've essentially, if you break it down, you've got this noncy, however, hundred-year-old bloke <laughs> pretending to be a, a b boy coming to the end of puberty, going out with a girl who's probably only had periods for two or three years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And you know what? This doesn't sit comfortable with me. This is quite a significant age gap. And then they throw this werewolf in the mix and it just added a creepy sort of inappropriate beastie 
weirdness about it that I just, I just, it made me whole, really uncomfortable. And I, I just, I couldn't read them. I didn't read them. I do respect <laughs> that they mean a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I like stuff that other people wouldn't like, but they just, both of those for me, they were just like, I couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. I do wonder if us, though, part of our problem is we've got this built-in switch in our head where as soon as something's mainstream, we go, nah. No, not really. Not necessarily. Cause that... Or if we're told we'll like it. Oh, well, yeah. Never... Well, no, I'm not instantly going to think I'm not going to like it. Because oh, I honestly went in with open with the Meg. It sounded perfect. It's like, why haven't I read mm. this yet? Why haven't you told me about this yet? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So now, anytime they <laughs> recommend, but every time they mention books, now mostly Jack Reach is like, uh huh, uh huh. Makes sense now. Yeah. No. Um. So I mean, they're my honourable or dishonourable mentions, however you want to word it. Okay. Now the other one, the, the main one. This is the one for me that I I really struggled. It was a defining moment when this was recommended to me and I tried it because now I will never trust anything that that person recommends to me again. <laughs> and again, it has a massive following. Okay. Um, it was also rumoured at one point, don't know if it's true or not, but it was rumoured to be on the CIA's watch list. And that's The Catcher in the Rye. Oh, yes. Oh, that book sucks. <laughs> but yeah, by, by uh, Salinger. Don't know if I'm saying J.D. Right. Salinger, yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is just some whiny, pretentious prick. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, okay, people said to you, well, you know, it's him reminiscing about a snapshot in time. Kind of get, apparently you're supposed to get the vibe that he's in, in an asylum of some kind. Um, and he goes through all this shit. Like, when I say shit, I mean, it's like a bus ride. And then he has a homophobic moment because he falls asleep and someone strokes his head and he, he interprets that and then runs away. And, and he gets the ump with someone else because they don't like his essay that he wrote for them. And he, he about his dead brother or something's baseball glove or some shit. And you know when you're just like, oh, no. And he's been kicked out of school. And it's just like, oh, no, this is just, he's just a whiny little brat, mate. It is. It's pretentious wank. He really, now, if that, obviously, that's what he was going for, allegedly, is that he wanted that character to be that person. And whether it's meant to be like a redemptive story, I don't think it even is at the end, is it? But it's. No, it just stops. It's just, but he's, no, it's just like, that's the point. He's meant to be that character. Well, then the, there's not a good idea <laughs> yeah, you need to put it in, at least in an interesting environment or yeah. you know someone that we we can feel sorry for because he's being a prick or someone who challenges him that we can support because he's but it was just oh mate you just yeah if you you just no it just wasn't for me and that's the one from that point and they sold it to me as it's amazing it's a, a, a brilliant reflection of, of mental health and how it was managed at the time um, and I was just like, oh, is it? No. Because all he's doing is whining. There's there's no, there doesn't seem to be, other than him being a spoiled brat. Yeah. And a little bit homophobic and a little bit of a misogynistic prick. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole bit where he gets his, some woman, I can't remember if it's his bird or not, but he gets some woman to ride for hours in at the zoo on a carousel in the rain. I just, I was, you know, like, oh, you know, she needs to tell you you're a dick, mate, and just leave. <laughs> oh, but no, it is, it's that, you know, your late teens, 
early 20s pretentious toss that you think should you know everyone's told you it's a classic and it's good and it's you know and you think yeah yeah it is yeah i want to know how something <laughs> becomes a classic because some of the classics oh shit i know it's different strokes for different folks in it i mean um, yeah there's so many on those like uh classics lists like modern classics and all yeah. that it's like i don't get and you try to read them it's like no nah, it's doing nothing for me and i'm at a point in my life now where i don't have the the life to waste so i used to pride myself on on finishing a book and now i'm just like no nah, mate you've had a hundred pages and there's not even a hint of me gonna be enjoying this yeah I mean, a lot, I think a lot of it is for to be able to say, it's more to say that you've done it to read those particular books. Yes, I've read it. And and you've got the yes. library full of those names. That, that, you know, it for a certain element, that's a thing, mm -hmm. isn't it? You know, and like when I, I went through my, my big Douglas Copeland phase and I've, you know, I felt really cool at the time because I was reading every one of his books. Yeah. Because I was in my 20s and everything was Douglas Copeland and Gen X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just, a, if I went back now, I probably wouldn't enjoy them as much. Yeah. So perhaps there's a learning curve. Yeah. But um, I never went through a learning curve that incorporated any of the books I've just mentioned. <laughs> no. No <laughs> Sophie Consella in this house, baby. Yeah. Um. I wasn't a bad opening for the year, was it? Yeah, it was <laughs> nice and moody. <laughs> Goes with the weather. Yeah, we purged. We did. We got we got rid of the old, in with the new. New. Um, we will be doing a book review next. Is that right? I believe so, my dear. And I think we're, again we're going to be a little bit rebellious, aren't we? Yes. Uh, and we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to both listen to an audiobook mm -hmm. which is very short by the way and then we're both going to listen or we're both going to read the kindle version of the sequel to that book which is also very short as well short yeah um and the first one which is the audio version we're going to do is called gretel mm -hmm. a blood chilling serial killer thriller with a psychological twist and it's number one of something that's called gruesome fairy tales and it's by someone called anna lee adams um, I think it comes in at just over an hour, doesn't it? Yep, just over. Yeah. So basically, it's a serial killer story that has been influenced in some way by Gretel from Hansel and Gretel. Mm -hmm. Is that right, isn't it? Yep, that's about right. Um, we, we really are winging it today, aren't we? <laughs> uh, and then what we're going to do is the Kindle version of Hansel, mm -hmm. again, by Anna Lee Adams. And that's book two of the Gruesome Fairy Tales. Uh, again, it's really, really short. I th I think it's only like just over 100 pages, isn't it? Yeah, it's 100 and odd pages, yep. And then we're, we're going to compare, because we've had some conversations offline, haven't we, about how an, uh, a narrator can either make a book better yes, or how it can ruin a book. So there's been books I've read that I've thought of amazing, but they've been influenced poorly for you because of the narrator. And we've also had uh, at least one yeah uh, which was fantastic land wasn't it yeah, it was where it completely benefited from having someone read it to you yeah so we're gonna we're gonna just start off the year with two little light bites um and we're both gonna come at it and then we will kind of resume business as normal after that yeah yeah we're gonna shake it up a little bit for the new year risky <laughs> <laughs> ooh la la ooh. <laughs>
Well, in, in that case, everyone, thank you for coming back. Yes. Give us some, whatever you, you listen to us on, please give us a like, give us a share, give us a review. And let's start the year off with a bang. Exactly. A boom, bam, bang. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and ta for now. See you next time. See you next time, guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Crones in a Book. If you want to follow the show on social media for extra content, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube and Facebook at Two Crones in a Book. And on Twitter, we are at Two Crones Pod. Or if you'd like to cut in contact with the show, you can email us at twocronespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys, and have a great day.